Good night, everyone, and thank you for joining another episode of Jewels by Jewels. I am super excited about tonight. <laughs> I have amazing guests with me tonight. I am super duper excited. I've this has been a long time coming, and so I have one of my greatest friends, um, Josh and Natoya Dowling, who are here today, and we're going to talk about. My topic for today is getting the right one when it started off wrong. Mm. Okay? Good subject. Good subject. So I wanted to start off where you are right now, and then we're going to go back to the past. Um, so Josh and Natoya, for the viewers who don't know you, obviously, how did you guys meet? After, was, uh, was it happy hour? <laughs> Wait, let me explain to you. Josh is a jokester, so get ready, get ready for this. It was that happy at the casino? Wasn't it? Well, we no. actually met yeah. at church. Yeah, actually. in the parking lot. In the parking lot, yeah. Mm -hmm. We were serving in the parking mm -hmm. lot. I walked and they through the kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. That, that's how you guys met. Yeah, yeah. before we first met. She walked up. She, I was in the parking lot ministry, mm -hmm. and she walked up, and I was. I was like, yeah, she needs one of these hugs that I got right here. And uh, I hugged her, you know, with the... Uh, the love of the, the Lord. Church, with the, with the not the non-church hug. <laughs> got both arms in there, you know. And you just went I, in. I still gave the she gave the church up, put the one arm, <laughs> one arm through the hip out. You know, get that little hip throw out there. So. But, uh, and then I, I was like, man, she is, uh, she's different. And then I wouldn't, I didn't see her for... I wouldn't see her for a while when I left because I was in the parking lot ministry for a few months and I would see her and then I thought you went to a different church or didn't or or, 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 or you're married. I was like, I don't ever see her. I didn't know she was in kids ministry. I didn't know it was kids ministry. You know, I'm just like, parking lot. So and uh, so, and then I, when I was singing, I would see you when I went to the choir, I would see you, you know, on Saturday nights in the front row and I would always want to come talk to you but then I was in the process where it was probably good if I didn't talk to you at the time. Mm-hmm. And you would be like there and then gone. Poof. Like a... Covered by the Holy Ghost. Hey. I would be like, hey. Yeah, she just transported. <laughs> She's still <laughs> right out of the sanctuary. <laughs> so I wanted to find out with you because um, how did you know after you guys started obviously dating? And I know the story you went. We went to a mission trip. Mm. You guys decided to connect. And God did some great and miraculous things in that this relationship. Um how did you know, or when did you know that this was the right person for you? Okay. For me, it was God opened my heart mm -hmm. in a supernatural way that I had never experienced before. And it was coming back from our mission. <coughs> it was at the end of the trip. <coughs> on the bus, that ungodly, <coughs> two or three o'clock hour of the morning. I remember. On the bus, back the way, that I felt my heart open to mm -hmm. the point... And I don't even understand how to explain it to anybody mm -hmm. because I don't even know how I recognize what it was. I just realized what happened, that mm -hmm. my heart just opened up to, towards him. And it scared me because I was like, no, Lord, what are you doing? I don't, right. know, I don't know this guy. Right, 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 right. You know, and I had to get to that place where I said, okay, I trust you with my heart, mm -hmm. not him because I don't know him, but I mm -hmm. will trust you with my heart. And if, I, if you're opening my heart to him, then I will go with where you're leading me, okay. pretty much. Josh? Yeah, there was like a, from that parking lot experience, mm -hmm. which was like great, <laughs> there was about a year and, almost a year and a half where 
it was I would see her mm-hmm. and I would be so close to her and I would want to say something and God would just silence my tongue, grab my tongue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like I couldn't talk and I'm a talker. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm a sale. I'm in sales. I mean, I talk for a living. Yeah. And I had to get to that point where God was like, you know, if it's just me and you, is that okay? And I was like, well, at first I was like, no, nah, man. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, nah, that ain't okay. Right? What are right. you talking about, man? I need to get this and that. And, I, yeah. and then God would let me go about for a few months. And then I'd be on my face again. I'm praying and weeping before God. And he'd be like, am I enough? Mm-hmm. And then I would say, no, no, no. no yeah, and then got to a point where I was like, yes, Lord. And I, and I surrendered to that. And... Something, I knew when we, when we did the human video thing for the Nicaragua trip before we got on, mm-hmm. something was in the, in the air. I could feel something was in the air. Mm-hmm. For you. <laughs> I, was, I mean, the way that she just looked at, the way she looked at me was like, I'm well, like Remember we're doing a skit, right? Dude. Remember we're doing a oh, skit. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot. We were acting. <laughs> we were acting. <laughs> we were acting. Oh, yeah. So that's the part is that we actually. We were husband and wife. Husband and in wife the human highlights in video, which we had no idea that was going to happen. Yeah. And, um. It was in that in in that missions trip when we were, mm-hmm. you know, when God always says, "What you do, mm-hmm. or you know, to help somebody else mm-hmm. with their dreams and their vision, God will make happen for you." Correct. I don't even think we realized to the volume what we were doing and, and contributing to Dominic and Jedediah's vision mm-hmm. at that time. I don't right. really think the I don't really think that that had registered. I don't even think we realized the actual, you know, danger that we were. Putting ourselves in, because in, in, yeah. in, in we were so spirit led, it was Correct. the flesh never had a chance to put the, those thoughts in the fear, the Correct. trepidation, the timidity. Now you look down there and you're like, they won't let us in the country now because of the violence, you know. <laughs> yeah. So um, when we were down there, I remember God tells me in the middle of Nicaragua, in this coffee bean town up in the mountains, Genotega, says, "Go ask for a phone number." And I'm like, "God, we're in Nicaragua. What do I need her phone number for? <laughs> I can't call her here." I'm like. He's like, go ask for a phone number. And I'm like, I'm not asking for a phone number. We're not supposed to be purpling. <laughs> and Wait, thir- stop for a second. Purpling, okay. Explain purpling to the you ones want, who don't understand purpling because we, we purpling. know what purpling means. Okay, so boys are blue. blue, girls are pink, and when you put them together, you get purple. We don't want any And we purpling. were instructed while we're on this mission trip, there should be no purpling. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so you understood what the purpling is, guys. So go ahead. So, so and, that, and I'm like, man, God, I'm like, we're not supposed to be purpling. And he says, go ask for a phone number. And I heard mm-hmm. this stern voice. And I said, okay. So I walked up to her and I said, hey, you know, um, I was wondering if I get your phone number. And she looks at me and she goes, why? Sounds like Matoya. And I stood there and I'm like, see, God? See what I you told you I didn't want to do this. Ha ha, I'm glad you got to laugh at this. And she, I go, because I want to call you and get to know you better. And she says, okay. And she walks off. And I'm like. That was bad, man. <laughs> that didn't go over very well. But at that time, what he didn't know is that I had said to the Lord that if any guy, the guy that he intended for me, he would have to approach me boldly because I had had interest in the past from people that would go through, especially you, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, you know, people would go around and talk to other people. And I was like, listen, you said that we can approach his throne boldly. This man's going to have to approach oh. me the same way. Yeah. So he didn't realize why he had to do that, but he had to because it couldn't be that he came to me expressing interest with someone else. True. That's so good. Wow. 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 Um, so we're going to dive a little bit deep. Okay. Okay. So you guys met and everything. So I'm just talking, talking surface. 
Sorry, I have one more thing. Go that, for it. Um, I, I think it's important to preface that. Um, I asked for confirmation mm-hmm. that he was the one. Even before the whole thing on the bus where he opened my heart. Because I felt it happening before. Mm-hmm. And I asked for confirmation. I asked specifically for what it is that I wanted. And I said, Lord, if he is the right one, if he is the person that you're sending for me, then I want him to end up sitting beside me on the plane on our way back because I knew he was going to be on our flights. He was on the same schedule. And I said, but it can't be based on his own efforts. Mm-hmm. And so that morning when we got to the airport and they finally opened up, mm-hmm. he went and he asked if he could sit in the aisle seat next to me. And the person told him, no, that seat was already taken. And then the person that was actually sitting next to me went to him and offered her seat. Mm-hmm. That's good. So, I mean, I just wanted to state that because that was one actually, of the she, things. Actually, she walked up and she goes, you want to switch seats? I'm like, why? I'm like, do you have, do you have, are you sitting next to Natoya? And she smiled. I was like, what? <laughs> she was I'm like, give me that seat. <laughs> because the thing is that, you know, God will confirm it. Yeah. And that was one of the things that helped to solidify that in my heart. So mm-hmm. that hadn't happened yet, but he had already opened my heart at you know, on the way to the airport. Mm-hmm. But when that happened, it was confirmation for me that, you know what, okay, yes, this is the person. That's good. That's really good. So you came out from Nicaragua. You guys had your first date. Mm-hmm. Am I smiling because I remember it? <laughs> um, so obviously you guys are adults, right? This is, you guys are not, and please don't take it in a negative way, but you guys are not spring chickens. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean it in a yeah. way like you guys are mm-hmm. not in your 20s. You guys no. are in your... Late 30s, 40s, right? We've made mistakes and learned from them. We've seen the right right way to do things and pass that on. So did you put, because you're an adult, Mm -hmm. right? Did you guys put boundaries in your dating? Absolutely. We actually talked about that on the plane. Good. Right, one of the first conversations. Like, if we're going to do this, then we have to set boundaries. It was important to me that he had a mentor. Mm-hmm. Because I had already selected one because I knew where this was going. Right. So I was like, you know, it's important to me that you have a mentor. And we talked about, like, the physical boundaries. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, the, no hanging out in anyone's bedrooms. Mm-hmm. You know, Key. no, um, you know, putting ourselves in a position where, you know. No spending the in. night. No. In the same room. Right. No spending the night. In nothing the like room. that. No yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the kissing thing. We, we started off slow with that because I was like, you know, I don't want to get into, into passionate kisses. You know how that will lead mm-hmm. into feelings and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know, we waited a little bit for that. And um, what else? What boundaries did we set? Well, the boundaries that were... The, the, no touching in certain yeah, places. Yeah, yeah. It was that. And it yeah, was... um key. We um, didn't want to be, you know, alone for long periods of time mm-hmm. together. Yeah. You know, we initially started out that way. Yeah. Yeah. There was, you know, you, you have to because, yeah. you know, the enemy lay, lies around like a roaring lion wait, yeah. waiting in the shadows mm-hmm. for his opportunity to pounce. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they didn't, you know, so it was, I, I think that that was something that was probably key in us maintaining what we wanted to maintain and yeah. mm-hmm. you know in in God's eyes right you know because we didn't want it to be is you can for I, I assume that you and I say this has to be for both of us that we are the kind of people that I can't talk to you about faith and about how to walk this thing out if I'm a hypocrite or if I'm not doing right. it myself because it it doesn't it, it it number one it's hypocritical which is not a very righteous thing to do. And number two, it's 
for me more so it's if I can't go through this and I can't do it, mm-hmm. how in the world can I sit here and expect somebody else who's struggling Correct. and who's in a place of weakness to go through it? Yeah. If in my weakness and in my time, yeah. I couldn't do it, yeah. how in the world am I going to look at someone with genuine sincerity and say, right. you can do this? Right. right. So right. That, well, I think that was important for both of us with that. That's good. That's really good. Um, because you know that some, a lot of young kids out there, they don't understand and they don't understand the power of waiting. You know what I mean? And the the strength and the ability to wait for a relationship and have those boundaries set because guess what? (laughs) Boundaries sometimes get broken and how do you fix those boundaries? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I want to go back for a little bit. Um, You've been engaged previously and you've been married Mm -hmm. previously. So what made your, and this is a twofold question for both of you, okay? What made your engagement to whomever differ from Josh? And what made your marriage from your person different than from Latoya? Um, for me, it was, I didn't have that knowing in my heart. Mm, I used logic to make the selection, yeah. which I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, so this person is A, B, C, D, mm-hmm. you know, this should work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and you try different things, you know, in the relationships. It's like you're like, okay, let me go after somebody who is like this or somebody who is like that or right. whatever it is. Right. And then, you know, this is one of the things I was trying that I had never really gone through with a logic thing instead of mm-hmm. a feeling thing. Mm-hmm. So the emotional aspect of it wasn't there. The spiritual aspect of it wasn't there. And I used logic to make a decision. Right. I'm like, this just makes sense. Right. And, um, but I, thank God. Mm-hmm. You know, the made the decision not to go through with it because mm-hmm. I just knew that it wasn't the right person. Mm-hmm. You know, there was nothing in my heart that said yes. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, too, is like without that knowing from God mm-hmm. and that confirmation that he gives you with that peace, it's like your relationship takes on the let me see if this is the right person mm-hmm. path right. instead right, right, right. of I know this is the right person do how do we yeah. work through these problems and get over these obstacles because if you look for a reason to not be in a relationship you, you will it. find it yeah it's true and it's not just about you know the other thing was the, the relationship didn't have a purpose mm-hmm. you know when I was engaged before mm-hmm. there was no purpose to it you know there was like a, a, a man has work and a woman is supposed to be there to help and assist and yeah. there's things that you know I feel like God calls couples to do there's mm-hmm. things to accomplish and it's not just about you know the ministry aspect of it I mean it's, it's raising a family together yeah. it is you know you know living a life and living a happily there's all these things that are purposeful in right. a relationship in a marriage to be an example for other marriages that kind of stuff That's I didn't see any of that Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I decided it was a hard decision to make, too. You know, yeah. I was yeah. in a relationship for, I think it was, what, five years? And yeah. Okay. Josh? Um, I had all, when you, when you look back on this, because I'm one, I like to, you know, um, reflect on things. Mm-hmm. And the signs were all there mm-hmm. to, not go forward with it, but in the same pattern of this looks like this, this looks mm-hmm. like this is something that I should be doing. Right. Not even to the point where this looks like something that is me that I want. Yeah. This just looks like something that I should be doing with my life right now. Right. And um, 
the signs were there from, from I mean, it, was, it wasn't like this was some, you know, great relationship and then all of a sudden there was something that happened that triggered something that went bad. I mean, it was, the signs were there and it just kind of gradually, progressively got worse mm-hmm. and, and worse and worse to the point where, you know, you like, you realize that there's no vision, mm-hmm. there's no passion, mm-hmm. there's no growth. Yeah. And you find yourself, you know, I found myself saying, you know, God, this can't be it. Mm-hmm. This can't be it. Yeah. You know, and um, it was, you know, it, it was, um, it was one of those experiences that when you go through it, you're, it's almost, you're like, this is, this is a crazy experience right here, man. This is, this, this is mm-hmm. very abnormal. This, and it, it really tests you mm-hmm. and it stretches you. And you realize when you get out of it, how, when you're free and clear from it, how much life comes flood, rushing back into you. Yeah. And you are literally, like I always tell people, you know, because that was a time when I was away from God. I wasn't walking in that light. You know, this was, this was a very, you know, this was a time in my life where I was far from God. And um, I always tell people that, you know, some people say they're born again. You know, some people say they're delivered. You know, some people say they rededicate. I was saved. Like, mm-hmm. I was saved, you know what I mean? I was saved. My life was saved. You know, mm-hmm. It was, or no, it was a rescue mission, you know? And um, mm-hmm. had it not been, had it not been for a God that loves me in my weaknesses and in my mistakes, who his name was deposited into my heart as a child, and I was able to, in that pain, pain, painful moment of what is my life becoming, mm-hmm. I was able to hear his voice say you know lift up your hand to me and I will pull you up yeah and I physically remember laying there on the floor crying and laying my just reaching my hand up and when I did that all of a sudden the the weight was starting to be removed the light and it was I think it was at that point that it was when God knew that he had told me that I have something for you yeah Yeah. I have something for you Mm mm-hmm and it's uh, it's 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 the best thing that I could ever imagine being married to Natoya. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, every day is great. Mm-hmm. Not to say we don't have disagreements because we're both very strong people. We're both very spiritually sound, strong people. We're both, you know. We both love God and love Jesus with all our heart. Mm-hmm. And most of our passionate conversations are revolved around, you know, well, you know, that, that type of a, of a, you know, of a structure. There's not, there's no worldly stuff going on in our, right. in our lives that cause issues. Right. So the issues are not really issues. It's more like refining. Yeah. You know, because yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like you're trying to break somebody of something or, or, or you need God to deliver them from something. Yeah. It's your taking this beautiful home that you have and you're trimming the grass. Right. You're painting the, the, the outdoors. Yeah. You're, 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 you're redoing the furniture. You're putting new floors down. You know, it's that kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. and it's great. It is, it's amazing. It's amazing. And it's life in every meaning of the word. That's amazing. Cause, um, I wanted to sh- want the viewers to, well, listeners really, I keep saying viewers. I don't know why, but listeners. Y'all come see us at a bundle live church in Margate, Florida, on Royal Palm Boulevard if you want. I sing and she's in the kids ministry. There you go. There's a plug. There's That's a, a plug. plug. Saturday, 6 p.m., Sunday, 10 a.m., and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. 
Okay, I told you he's he's a he's a he's a he's you know Josh. But one thing I I, I love about your your stories about you being engaged and not the right person and you being married and the person is that there is always restoration yeah. mm-hmm. after the hurt and after the when you realize it's not the right thing there's always restoration and I want people to understand that that's one of the reasons why I brought you guys here because to me you guys are a couple that represents restoration because when God yeah. when God literally mm-hmm. removes you out of something that is not for you he's restoring you into the things that he has for you yeah. and just to see that is just amazing in amazing in my eyes there's hope for me yet praise the lord in the name of jesus in the name of jesus (laughs) so i wanted to talk the last question i have and i and because you guys said a whole lot and i love it because you guys covered a lot of bases now there are many people out there that are listening to this um podcast and there are young people who are trying to get married because they're on this fast track of getting married because you know they're on this fast track what advice would you give them in this day and age of where we are right now, after going through what you've been through, to now God having you open your heart to Josh, mm-hmm. and Josh would have, and this is for the male perspective, so you're giving me female perspective and male perspective, of what advice would you give the men about restoration and being able to find the right one, hmm. okay? And what they need to do to get to that place to find the right one in the female perspective on that one. So I'll let the women go first. Okay. <clears throat> so... You know, the Bible says that a man, when a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. Amen. And that's one of the first things. He's mm-hmm. supposed to find you. Good. If you're chasing after some guy, he's probably not the right one. Mm-hmm. A man is to pursue the woman. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is, if you're not sure about the person, ask. Mm-hmm. Just ask, because God will give you. Ask and ask for something specific. Um, ask for the sign that you want. Ask for however it is you want him to confirm that this is the right person. Ask him. That way you have that knowing. Because once you have that knowing in your heart that this is the right person, like I said before, your perspective changes. Yeah. And if it's not the right person, mm-hmm. don't linger. Yeah, that's good. And the other thing that I think was a little bit difficult for me because, you know, sometimes you have this feeling that if it's not the right person and I let go of the thing that's not there, I'm making room Mm -hmm. for the right thing to come in. Yeah. But it doesn't always happen in the timing that you want. Mm -hmm. Right. Because for me, it was seven years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Seven years of being patient. Yeah. Yeah. Not always patient. Yeah. <laughs> we all know how it goes because it's like, you know, you you have this thing and you're so close to this thing that you think that you want and then it's taken. Yeah. And then you're no longer in that position of I'm about to get married or, you know, I'm engaged mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And you now have to wait on the Lord. Yeah. Because you're, you can't go after this guy. Right. right and the right. thing is that he was... Was that when you got married? You got married a year that the same year, right? I think we just realized that he got yeah. married the same year that I broke off my engagement. Yep. Wow. So he wasn't even anywhere near ready. Wow. And wow. I had to wait for that. So there are times where it's like, you know, and I didn't really... And it was seven years. Yeah. Yeah. I really didn't wow. date that much either um, during this process because a part of it was my heart was closed off. 
Mm-hmm. I just knew that God was going to let me know for sure who the person is. I wasn't into that, you know, let me just see if this is the right person thing. Yeah, I just yeah, couldn't yeah. do that. I'm not saying it's not for everybody, that you know, this path is for everybody, but I couldn't do it. I couldn't do the let's just date and see. Mm-hmm. You know, we dated from a perspective of let's get to know each other because we're, we're going to get married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. it's like we both knew. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't always happen, and I get that, mm-hmm. but God will always confirm it. So, you know, my thing is, don't pursue the man. Let him pursue you. A woman deserves it. Yeah. We deserve to be pursued and wooed and have flowers and, you know, whatever. Right. <laughs> you know, chocolate and jewelry and all the, all the good stuff. We yeah. deserve. Those things are in our heart, and it's okay to receive them. It's okay to want them and to get them. Mm-hmm. Without you having to do something in return. Yeah. You know? That's good. Without having to put out mm-hmm. something to receive. Yeah. You give your love and you will get back the things. God is faithful. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that. God is faithful. Yeah. And there is a person there for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And God will bring him. Mm-hmm. But he's not going to bring him until he's ready. Because if he had brought Josh earlier, it never would have worked. Yeah. I never would have seen the things that I saw in him. I, I would have closed off my heart so fast. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, God, no, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but you're wrong. She's been up there arguing you know? God like Moses was. Yeah. Don't kill them people, God. <laughs> but, but seriously, you know, sometimes you think it's you and it's not you. Sometimes there's preparation for you too as a woman, you know, because mm-hmm. it says when a man finds a wife, he should already be looking at a wife when he meets you because you yeah. should already be in that place of your heart and your mind and your body and your spirit to be ready for that man when he comes finding you. Mm. Ooh, child. Mm. Go ahead. I mean, as long as she can cook and keep the house clean, it's all good, you know what I mean? That's, that's, that's one so and she... <laughs> Can I just say, though, as a part of the preparation, I want to tell you because I was living with my mom and my mom spoiled me. And so I wasn't doing a lot of cooking and all this stuff. But I'm going to tell you something that I've always seen it, that God puts a grace on a woman when she becomes a mother that I don't understand. Like you get no sleep, you get up, you do the same thing, you take care of Mm -hmm. the child, you go to work, you do all this stuff. But there is also grace for a wife. And I didn't know until I felt that thing fall on me. Mm-hmm. where all of a sudden I'd be cooking in the kitchen and even to this day I'm cooking with the Holy Spirit because sometimes like you cook something and you're like ooh that's good <laughs> mm. <laughs> like it wasn't you that prepared the meal mm. because it wasn't I'm like high fiving the Holy Spirit in the kitchen I'm like I don't know how you did that <laughs> but it's all you but there is you know mm-hmm. so it's not like a pressure to you know oh I have to make sure that I can cook and do all this stuff there is a grace yeah. That falls upon you as a wife when the person comes that he's joining you with. It's like his yoke is easy and his burden is light. And that includes mm-hmm. being a wife. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. good. Okay, Go for it, sir. <laughs> uh, the, I, the, see, this is something that I am, um, I, I, I'm big on this with guys. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to hear how much you think you care about someone. Because the first thing I'm going to say is, do you have a job? Hey. <laughs> Come on. Do you have a job? And I don't mean a part-time job bartending or busting tables. Right. I mean, do you have a nine-to-five job? Mm-hmm. And that's number one because that shows commitment. Number two, you need to know how to, know how to present yourself as a gentleman and someone 
of respect because mm-hmm. you're going to attract someone who is looking for those qualities. Um, be very, very careful where you go to meet women, where you go to meet girls. Um, I would say that it's a, not the best idea to be doing uh, searching for your future uh, wife or mother of your children in a bar atmosphere, a club atmosphere, a atmosphere where it is, you know, all about having fun and getting reckless. Yeah. Because that's how reckless things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, the qualities, that's for the guys need to get themselves. And I, this goes for girls too. And I'm just going to tell you, you got to watch how a guy treats uh, his his mother, his family, his parent, and his or his aunts, his mm-hmm. aunts. If he, if he doesn't have his parents, if he's unfortunate, and his parents are no longer around. And his aunts or any 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 older women, in his, you need to pay attention to that mm-hmm. because that is revealing a little bit about who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it is imperative that you be on the same faith walk. You can't. You can't be unequally yoked in this in this area, and it is, I think, another major key. Um, you, it, it's very difficult for you to be on fire for God, mm-hmm. and someone who's supposed to be your partner and your aid and your helper and mm-hmm. your comforter and your assistant and the the the, the part that thinks and, and helps you come up with strategies and ideas, yeah. and they're not understanding where your passion and where your heart is at. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, um, not to say that I don't mean gifts of the spirit, fruits of the spirit, that kind of stuff, the edification right, yeah. of the spirit. I'm talking about the overall ideology and what you see as attainable and what you see yeah. as where we're going. Um, because there'll be times with a toy where I'll just look at her and I'll be like, babe, I've never met anyone like you. You're, you're, this spirituality and this, this aspect of it is something that is, uh, new to me, not not new to me, but it's not something that I'm as well versed in as you. Yeah. When I see you diving into it, whereas you know, like with with me, she could look at me and say, "Wow, you know, you're." I see I see the way you dedicate your time to this and that over there. You know, yeah. it's something that you that I see in you with your, and it's that type of thing where you're complimenting off each other. Um, and I know this is cliche, and but it is very very key. Mm-hmm. And I remember I said this to you on on the plane or in the in the airport in El Salvador, one of those places. Um, they were confiscating my hair gel for no, no, for no reason. Um, they cleaned out everybody. All the bags. They made it. They had a killing on that day, boy, in El Salvador. I'm just gonna let y'all know. Um, they, uh, you, you have to be honest. I mean, honest. You got to be yes. honest. To, you got to be honest so to the point. You got to be honest to the point of transparency. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Meaning that no matter what somebody comes up and says to her, she can say, "I know." Yeah. I know. Yeah. It can never be something where you come up and say something and it's a, and she has a feeling of yes. oh my goodness, that. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And she's caught and, and she yeah. may play it off great and they'll never know. But inside of her, there's a pit there and there's a lump in her throat and she's like, Why would he not tell me that? Why would you know, and I just I really feel that yeah. if you get all the stuff out, I don't care what it is. Yes, that's true. I don't care what it is. Yeah. Just have that talk once yeah. and get it all out. I mean, so if there's good. someone that you've been yeah. involved with that they see on a daily basis in the church, in the job, in the gym, better tell them. Yeah, if, so you've, if you've had run-ins with people in places and you are going to go to that place because you know you like the food or whatever, or your friends, your family, you better tell them. Mm-hmm. Um, if there is a 
situation, legal situation that you've got yourself into or that you're paying for, you're binding yourself in, that is something that has happened and you just can't get out of for a period of time, you better tell them yeah. about it. Yeah. Don't let yeah. your fear make yes. you be dishonest. That's good. Come on. Because so good. Mm-hmm. it is that fear that the enemy is waiting for you to access yourself and operate into. Yes. And then he's got you. Yeah. Because yeah. oh, then yeah. he can influence you. And he's got you. So before you, before you finish that, and that is just not only for guys, but yeah. for girls yeah. as well. Amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. Because Amen. here's the thing. We women tend to hold stuff in. Yeah. And then when the question ha- a- asks, we're like, it's a blow up. Or, yeah. why yeah. Do, how do you ask me that question? You get an attitude. Right. Yeah. So I am totally yes. 100%. Yeah. 110% agreeing with that. That is so good. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to No, you did not cut me off. Because the only, the, I was closing, actually. The last thing, and, the, and this is, honesty is the most important thing that you can do with your. That, that's something you can yes. do. Yeah. You can do yourself. Mm-hmm. But the highest priority in your life, if you are not in a vertical relationship with God every day, meaning if you're not taking your problems, your dreams, your desires up and looking up, and not looking across at a man face to face, horizontal, mm-hmm. you are going to fail, right. and you're never, you're never going to get to that place where God has for you. Your first thing in the morning, you've got to give God His first. Yeah. Whatever that is for you, whether it's a song, praise and worship, it's prayers, time in the Bible. I recommend all three. Mm-hmm. I recommend all three because there are times when the music doesn't do what you want, but the but the Word does. Mm-hmm. And there's times you'll be in the Word and you and you all of a sudden a song will come on and you're like, oh, the song takes over and the spirit comes in that way. And then there's other times when you're just sitting there yeah. Yeah. and you're just kind of like listening. listening or, you know, calmly thinking about your day and all of a sudden strategies, ideas and everything and the yeah. Holy Spirit comes in and just floods you. That right there is, in my opinion, I mean, if you want to call a key for success in that, which, yeah. what we, which we're aiming to try and help people with, yeah. um, to avoid some of the things that we have you know, gotten been in, you know, one way or another. I don't I don't have remorse over the time lost in the relationship. Right. But I want to make sure that I don't ever do anything or position myself or if someone that I care about, I can yeah. help them through that. And this is the beauty about it. And Julia, you, you see us, you know, constantly in our ministries. Right? Is the beauty of it is when you're operating like this, all these things that God has for you that, these heavenly treasures are stored up. He starts bringing them to you. Mm-hmm. And you don't even know to the fullness of what you're receiving yeah. until you're re- until you receive it and you're like that was from God. Yeah. Yeah. That inter- that ministry opportunity, that person, that fruit that was in my life, that connection, that it, that that was God. Yeah. And it just energizes you and just pushes you that much more to go after it more. Yeah, that's yeah. so good. I'm so Stinking excited about what? Yeah, I'm sorry. She she raises her hand like she's in class. But go ahead. It's just a three there, is, there is one more thing that I do want to add, and um, you okay. know, I remember looking at this scripture mm-hmm. and always thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, that a woman needs to respect her husband. Mm-hmm. Yes, her husband is a loveless love wife. wife. And the thing is that that respect thing is key for women because mm-hmm. that's where our love grows. Yep. If we don't respect, if you don't respect that man, there's no way you're going to be able to love him. There's a reason why God didn't say, women, love your, your husband. husband. He said, respect yeah. them. Yeah. 
and not just because that's the way our love grows, but because they need that. Yeah. And we need the love. Mm-hmm. But they have to actually love us to love us. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was and yeah, yeah. We have yeah. to respect them to love them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so good. So yeah, good. We, we always say, you know, I tell Antoya that, I, I think I told you right at the bat, before she, she, you know, was so perfect with how she looks at this and... I would tell you, you know, it's, it's nice to hear I love you, but it's really good to hear I'm proud of you. Right? Yeah. It's not for a man. For it's, a man. I love, don't get me wrong. I, it's nice to hear I love you, but I'm proud of you does something to a man. Yeah. Baby, I'm proud evil. of you. Yeah. Does something to a man. Yeah. And it, it's, I can't explain what it does, but it just does something. Yeah. It's like the, the little boy that wants to be better at sports, you know? So he asked his mom, how does he not have to come out of the game? And mom says, you got to make yourself so good that they don't, coach doesn't want to take you out of the game. It's that stuff that. Yeah. The motivation. Yes. It's the stuff that you don't understand why it's doing it to you, but it's, you're like, man, that's, I need more than that. That's that's, that's good. That's all I got. That's all you got for me. But you know what? I am super excited and I want to thank each one of you. Well, I sound like I have more people in here, but it's just the the three of us. But I just want to say it's just an honor to have you guys on this podcast as it just takes off. And I am super excited. Um, you guys will be back. Just let you, know. you guys will be back. All right. Um, but I just want to say thank you again so much. And I know there's a lot of people that's going to be blessed. Thank you. Guys, I just thank you so much for joining us tonight. You guys have a wonderful night and God bless.